y'all. Welcome back to Vitamin F Podcast. Happy Friday. Today, we are covering some exciting tips. I really want to give you guys tips to add personality to your looks. Um, whenever you feel like you get stuck creating outfits or overwhelmed when you're shopping and buying new clothes, I have some things to kind of help you work through that today. I follow a lot of stylists on TikTok and Instagram, and I want to tell you about one that is a great follow and has been so helpful in my own styling. Allison Bornstein is a stylist, and she has an awesome account on TikTok where she really deep dives into quick styling tips for everyday looks and for big looks, small looks, whatever work looks. She goes through everything. And I really want to touch on a few tips she walks through on her page that I think are really helpful and that I have seen other stylists implement with their clients. So the first technique is called the three-word method. And it's a framework that can help you kind of define your style, which will help you create more styled looks that are true to you and not just cute styles. Sometimes I can get caught up and see someone on like, I don't know, Revolve or something somewhere in a magazine or something. I'm like, oh, wow, they look so good. And then I'll go try to put on like the exact same thing and imitate that exact same thing and put it on myself. And I'm like, this does not look as good on me. And it's because it's not my style. Like it's not the outfit wasn't made for me. And so of course you can wear anything, but I do think we all feel the most confident when we're in something that is more true to us. And so that's what these tips are here to help you with. And that's what this three-word method is here to help you with. So this three-word technique forces you to be more savvy when it comes to purchasing new clothes and can help you from splurging on the wrong items. I think we're all guilty of this on kind of blacking out on like Zara or when you go shopping in person and you're just kind of like, oh, I never go shopping. Like I need to get A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And when in reality, those things are, you know, just taking up some of your budget and they're going to be items you maybe wear once, maybe twice, and then and then they go into your pile to donate. And I just, I want to kind of prevent that for y'all and try to curb that. So a few other things that this three-word technique can help with, and I'm going to get down to the nitty-gritty of what this three-word technique is and how you can use it and examples of it. But a few other things that can help with is when it comes to editing down your closet or other design decisions like interior design choices or even wedding planning. Like it let's say for editing your closet down, if you go into your closet and you have those three words that you want to describe your style, you will be better equipped to go through your clothes and kind of say, "Uh, no, this doesn't fit. This doesn't fit the words. This doesn't fit the words. And the same thing goes with interior design. If you're doing a room or for your wedding, like I said, if you're whatever your theme is, get those three words together and kind of stick with them and don't go over three. Do not go over three. Do not go under three. Three is your lucky number. And also, this tip, all of these tips are not like die hard if you can't describe your style in three words like you are done for or you have no hope when it comes to kind of making your own style or personalizing it. This is just a helpful, these are helpful hints to make your style more unique if you feel like you're struggling there. So basically what a lot of stylists do is have you describe your style or what you want your style to be in three words. So for example, Kate Middleton's three words might be elegant, modern, 
modest, timeless, while Sarah Jessica Parker or Carrie Bradshaw's three words might be fearless, eclectic, and creative. So I hope this kind of gives you guys an example of what those three words look like. And you can apply that to kind of any celebrity. It's kind of fun to go look at celebrities' Instagrams and try to figure out their three words that they use. But um, I think this is a really fun kind of practice to try to implement into your styling because let's be honest, there are so many pretty items we could buy. But I mean, do they really fit what you want your style to be? So after you pick those three words and begin editing your closet down to fit these three words, you're going to begin purchasing items that that support your argument of what your style is. So I really want y'all to take your time and really go through why you're picking these words and how these words are used. And you can also think of words that you don't want, that you don't want to use and think about why those words don't fit into your style. I think that's helpful too, because sometimes it can be hard to come up with the words that fit your style, but sometimes it's easier to be negative on ourselves, even though that's terrible to say. So I, at least speaking for myself, sometimes I can look at myself and go, oh my gosh, I, you know, definitely don't want to look like this, 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 and this. Um, so if you feel like the positive side isn't helping, then um, you you can switch over to the negative, but only for a second to describe, you know, styles that you don't want to be described as. So if this process seems a little hard, you can always phone a friend and just test the waters and see what, what words they would use to describe your style. The words they would come up with do not have to be your words that you end up picking, but it is a good starting place and to kind of start from there and go, and go from there and don't get your feelings hurt by what people say or what your friends think about your style, but just use it as a starting point and as a reference and not necessarily as your go-to picks. So after you've found your words and you're able to start implementing this technique into your everyday wardrobe, I have a few more tips to differentiate your style from others. So tip one is to pick the wrong shoe. Sometimes the obvious shoe can make your outfit feel very cliche or boring or just kind of like right out of a boutique. And I know I really struggled with this for a while. Like everything that I bought, I just felt like I would put it on and I looked like every other bitch. Like you can look like every other bitch in some in some outfits. And I was trying to not do that. And every single time I kept doing that. And I learned about this technique. And honestly, it is, it's refreshing, kind of a refreshing add to your look. So even if something feels very obvious for your shoe, try just, just bear with me and try to pick the not so obvious choice and it will differentiate you and kind of make people go, hmm, well, I wonder why she picked those, but it honestly, it looks really good all together. And like, I just, I feel like it looks different whenever people, whenever someone describes your style as different and a little unique, like I think that is such a compliment. So I, I think this is a good one to try. So for example, let's say you have a blue and white dress on. The obvious matching color would be a blue or white heel or maybe even a nude heel. Maybe try to put an athletic sneaker with it or a completely different color shoe to make it more interesting. Pick a less likely shoe. It will give your look an edge. And this tip is sometimes really hard to nail down, like I said, but once you get into the swing of things, it it definitely pays off. So the same thing applies to bags. Let's say you're wearing an oversized outfit that is more menswear inspired, like an oversized blazer with trousers and a light tank. Instead of pairing the outfit with a large oversized tote, which could seem obvious for the look, switch it for a structured, you know, more rigid bag 
bag that maybe maybe it's mini because you have so many oversized things on, kind of do something that's out of the obvious and it will give it more personality and thought. So tip number two is a very easy one. Once you have your outfit and your look, mess it up a bit. When an outfit looks too perfect, you can kind of look like a walking catalog or like I mentioned earlier, just like straight from a boutique mannequin. So we'll use the front tuck of a t-shirt as an example. It doesn't have to fit perfect. In fact, it actually looks best when it's lived in a little bit, right? It brings something more dynamic to the look when it looks a little lived in. And I think the same thing goes for linen. I mean, linen pants, people will iron and steam linen pants until they're like, I don't know, the fabric's starting to wear down because they don't want wrinkles in it. And I think linen is a fabric that's supposed to be wrinkly. It's supposed to look lived in. Let the fabrics do what they're supposed to do and don't get stressed about it. So this is another reason why I love vintage and thrifting is because this is kind of this little tip number two is already checked off the list. So it's a good, um, it's always good to, to thrift when you can. Thrift when you can. I, I believe in that. So tip number three is to build a consistent jewelry story that exists in all of your looks. I am an investor in jewelry because I never take it off. If I'm walking around um, and you don't see me in a pair of, you know, earrings of some sort, usually diamond hoop earrings, like very small ones, y'all need to call for help because I am always wearing some type of earring. I always have all my rings on, um, at least one necklace on. I, I always have my jewelry on. I shower in them. I sleep in them. I don't bother to take them off whatsoever because the second that I take them off, all hell breaks loose and I lose like everything. Like I will lose every single piece of jewelry. I have not taken my engagement ring off since Clay put it on my finger because the second that I take it off and like put it in my jewelry box, somehow, some way, I will like it will end up in the ocean. And that is just my luck. I, I used to be a cheerleader in high school and we would get demerits every time we would wear jewelry. And I would just take the demerits because I wouldn't take my jewelry off because I had a terrible experience one time where, and this is just trauma. So I mean, yes, you can take your jewelry off, but I just mean for this tip, have a consistent jewelry store, but this is a completely side note. I had my jewelry from my grandmother and she passed away and I took my jewelry off and put it in my cheer bag and somebody went through it during practice. It was in the hallway and I wasn't with it. I mean, it was dumb of me to even do that. But anyways, it went missing and can never find it, never found it. And uh, I'm not doing that again. So all this jewelry is staying on me. You're going to have to fight to get it off of me. But you don't have to go that hard with with keeping your jewelry on. But it is helpful to have quite a few statement pieces that, you know, are your go-tos every day to make things easier and to build a consistent collection that you, that it, it takes the guessing game out of the styling of a lot of your looks when you have this consistent jewelry look already created. And of course, for special occasions, switch it up. But this tip is really helpful to elevate your everyday looks and kind of go into it mindlessly, like you don't have to put a lot of thought into it. So tip number four and five are a little bit more PSA than they are tips. Your closet should be a safe space, almost like a store that you want to keep going back to and go shopping in. I know a lot of us don't feel that way. It took me a long time to make my closet feel this way. And the majority of people that don't feel this way, it's time to start investing time into your closet, not just money, time um, to build your capsule collection. So for example, this is a this is a bit of a side note again, but I'm heading to Europe next week. And um, with a big group of my girlfriends, it's going to be so much fun. We all went to college together. Uh, I have barely bought anything for this Europe trip, maybe like a swimsuit um, and, you know, a top and one dress or something like I haven't gone balls to the walls shopping for this trip. And it's because I really want to be able to shop while I'm in Europe. I don't want to buy everything in, in the United States and then go there and not have money to shop, right? So the only 
way I have been able to do this is to pick out those three words that are my, that are true to my style, go in my closet and really brainstorm different ways to put things together to fit that narrative. You do not need to go buy a new wardrobe for your next vacation or event or whatever. I think it helps to get a few new pieces and then figure out those three words and how you can mix them in with your older pieces that you have collected. The big takeaway of this tip is are the new items you are adding to your closet trendy or are they timeless and do they fit your three words? That is the big takeaway of tip number I think we're on five now. Um, or no, that was four. Okay, that, tip number four, big takeaway is there. And our last tip or PSA is when adding things to your closet, I want you to ask this question to yourself. Would I have worn this outfit five years ago? And will I wear this outfit five years from now? It is time to get in sync with your personality and your style, your personal style. And all these tips are overall kind of just to help you elevate and hone in on that style. So you're not so much everywhere picking a bunch of different things that don't really make sense for you. There are so many pretty things in the world, but let's find things that fit your style. And I promise it will help you with your confidence and how you enter your day and take on the world. So I hope you loved these little hints and tips. Um, Y'all, I cannot believe it. And I don't know if y'all are going to believe me, but it is true. This is our 11th episode together. And it is the last episode of season one. This whole experience has been so much fun for me. I cannot believe we have already recorded a whole season of Vitamin F. It feels so surreal to have a group of people that tunes in every Friday to hear little old me give you your weekly dose of fashion. I want to thank y'all so much for listening every Friday. And just know I appreciate every single one of you for your support. If you liked this podcast this past season, please rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because it really helps spread the word and get vitamin F in front of fashion lovers like you and me. This is not a goodbye. This is see you next season. But for now, have a wonderful weekend and I cannot wait to see y'all for season two. What